With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nothing to see here, nothing at all, no controversy, nothing, just some cricket. Hello, it's the Grumpy Old Men Gorilla Podcast. Just once in a decade, in a lifetime maybe, the world of entertainment is disrupted and utterly elated by something entirely new. Good Lord! And now for something completely different. Good evening. Hello, Hello there. Hello, Grubby. Hello, not Fred. How, How are, are we you? all? Well, well, I'm fine and chipper. Yourself, Bear? I'm okay. A bit grumpy with builders, but you know. I went yeah. down to, in fact, I nearly went, I went to sack my builder today. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't and turn it, up. No, and it turned <laughs> out that he actually done what he said he was going to do this time. And he, had five, and he had five men on site, so I felt a bit weird. Uh, and we agreed to let him carry on. That's a bit like doing your homework just before you're about to get suspended, you know. You it was it, and... it was it was basically like that. But yeah. he really he really fucked me off, and I had a massive go at him the last couple of weeks. And then he finally pulled out of bag. But it turns out he's had a fight with his missus and had been at court on Monday. And I think that had been uh, waylaying him for a couple of weeks. That's not your problem. No, it's not my problem. But that's what I did say to him, and he did say that back mm. to me. Ah uh, oh, well. But there you go. Uh, the life of a landlord. Anyway, um, there's been a fair bit of cricket since we last met. Um, at least yeah. three test matches as far as England are concerned. Uh, four, if you count the women's test match, which, of course, we all do. You do. Um, have so- we met since we did? When was the last time we did a podcast? The mashes and the washes. Um, last time we did a podcast was um, so long ago. In the winter. I don't even remember. Was it <laughs> yeah. after New Zealand? Pakistan. Was it Pakistan. So we've, nah, had a, we've had a New Zealand series since then as well. We lost that. No, we didn't. We drew it. No, one, no. One all. <laughs> no idea. We're not, here to re- to... We're not here to review the past. We're no, here to talk about the, early the recent Alzheimer's patients um, yeah. trying to recall what happened two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, so the English uh, cricketing summer started uh, with a test against Ireland, but frankly, that wasn't very interesting. Um, perhaps the most interesting and possibly depressing thing about it was that 
Ireland couldn't be asked to play their best team because they were prioritizing um the all-important uh, 50 over qualifying tournament in zimbabwe well that's uh, called we, back to bite them in the arse ted bite them in the bollocks it so it did um because they got knocked out of that in the minimum number of games i think so so much for your priorities irish cricket but we we don't like having to go irish cricket we like having to go welsh cricket, welsh cricket. They, yes exactly um, <laughs> But uh, so, uh, was there anything of interest to say about the Irish Test match? Not really. It was fairly straightforward for England, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, we let them get 400 in the second innings, which I suppose was a bit boring. But uh, the pitch was terrible. In fact, the pitches for both Test matches have been pretty fucking... In fact, all the Test matches have been pretty awful. Apart from, weirdly, the Test match pitch for the uh, World Test Championship. Uh, well, you Australia say that, but, India. You say that, but in, in the matches... Um, we've had to forget about all the rest of the stuff that I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, they've been two fantastic games. They've been two fantastic games. Oh, yeah. The pitches yeah. haven't been great. That's, well, you know, but often, often for bad Jimmy. pitches. <laughs> yeah, um... I think he's got to be careful what he says or what he's quoted as saying. Uh, He's, yeah. he's not a fool. Because, yeah. um, he's been he's been at the England setup long enough, and yeah. um, if something's quoted from him in the paper, it, you know he meant it to uh, to be there. Let's be honest. Well. Um, and yeah, the pitches that, haven't that, been helpful to him. But that pitch wasn't for me. Yeah. That pitch wasn't for me. You know, he gets to the point where, well, what do you want? <laughs> I want a fucking it's, green well, team. We want, we want Trent Bridge <laughs> 2015 and the Australians bowled out before lunch. That's I want, what we really want. I want overhead conditions in which my best ball, uh, the late swinging in-swinger or out-swinger, uh, it can happen, but that's nothing to do with the pitch. That's to do with overhead conditions. Yeah, well, but he also help. needs a little bit. Yeah, but he needs a bit of nibble off the pitch as well. Both both pitches. Yeah, but saying, "Oh, I can't bowl on this. I can't bowl." They just it's, it's max of excuses, isn't it? However, he might have. It does. Well, I mean, Jimmy. Pitch. Jimmy has been a bit. Let's he's been a bit. I mean, suppose he's, he's been pretty shit. Let's be honest. Actually, uh, not, I don't it, think he has been shit. I think he's just well, a nuts. He's a nuts off, and he's not been. You know, he's he's uh, he's, he's not had the best of luck either. Anyway, the original point was that um, people have been lambasting these pitches from all sides, and we've had two and tremendous yet. games. Yes, we had. Yeah. But the, the argument against that would be um, there was a pitch in Pakistan, I'm going to guess at Faisalabad, where England won an incredibly exciting test match, um, which was one of the absolute deadest pitches you will ever yeah. see in, in test cricket. So um, you can, by... As England did in that test, forcing the issue and playing absurdly, absurdly attacking cricket, well, force force a by, result even on the deadest of pitches by by um, hook or by brook. Yes, well, indeed, you've been, you've been trying to get that in for weeks, and it's, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not all that good. <laughs> I'm trying to get it in, in in written media and in spoken media, and I think I've done that now. So, of course, we got a Ricky Ponting exclusive. Absolutely amazing. amazing. Uh, Gorilla Cricket has appeared in the great newspapers of the world. Exactly. Um, and also, none of the, the fuckers, none of the fuckers gave us a backlink, though. No, but they did all mention Gorilla Cricket. To be they fair. did, and well, we I think they to, had to because we were the source. Credit where credit's due, and we have to um, acknowledge that the the story first appeared in the Times, and uh, we have to thank uh, Lizzie Ammon for writing that story. <laughs> Don't let Hendo hear the podcast. It's <laughs> not gonna. Now that, what's that, he going to do? Storm out? He's not on that. That podcast um, that that Tone and Hendo did, uh, and the interview with with Punter. Now, as we all know, um, this podcast, the Grumpy Gorilla podcast, probably got what 
eight out of the top ten ever. Yeah. Uh, oh, easy. In terms of easy. downloads. Yeah. Uh, we might just have been overtaken. I'm... Yeah. Not yet. Uh, not at, yet. At, the num- at the number ones. Have we not yet? No, no, no. Really? Oh, well. Uh, I can tell you That's the top one. to this show. The top one, I swear it's down to the title. But if you two natter, I'll tell you what the pop top one was. Uh, it was Stabbing Knives, I think, or something. Ooh. <laughs> what? Stabbing Knives? It doesn't sound a very um, it... podcasty sort of title. Well, it, yeah, yeah, I know. But it's uh, probably because uh, you just randomly choose words out in the middle of the yes, podcast to make I a do. title. I exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and, you know, we try and make up for the lack of, you know, beautiful content by um, actually uh, mentioning that content again, putting ridiculous titles, putting ridiculous titles. And, and then we sucker people in. And the all time top one is Knife in the Throat, episode 16. Yes, I, re- I even remember that story. That was That's what people funny. are searching for. What was the story? Um, uh, well, should I repeat remember. it? Um, any, there, listen, any any time someone remembers something, I'm all. There over was a it. wholesome little league baseball game which was being which was being done on live TV, um, and it's lovely. It's like these 14 year old boys and they're playing, and uh, and it was being um, and the, the managers were mic'd up, and um, they were just about to win the game, and everyone loves it because it's just so wholesome American entertainment, and uh, they he decided to call them in for a huddle just before they were going to win. And uh, he gets he gets the team together and he says, "Okay, guys, you know what I'm going to say? It's what I always say in this situation." So one of the kids <laughs> says, "Put a knife in their throat." He goes, "No, no, <laughs> I never oh, say that." Uh, they, and another kid goes, "Shut up! He's being recorded. He's on TV." <laughs> that is so. Uh, good. Well, so uh, by we, the we, way, do you, do you think do you think there is uh, anyone in the world called Mike Dup? Mike the Dup's not much of a name, is it? D U double P. The P, probably. Dup. Mike Dup. Yeah. I'm going to Google him. Yeah. I think, <laughs> go, go on, link, LinkedIn. I think uh, Richard Keyes might have to change his name to that. Didn't, wasn't he who got done for it for having a live mic whilst he was having a, an, uh, what he thought yep. was an off record off record chat with Andy Gray and they both got yeah. sacked? Yep. Um, it was about yeah, there's, a Mike, there's a Mike Dup. Uh, you think you know if it's his real name? He's on TikTok. <laughs> I'm oh, well. gonna guess at no. <laughs> I bet there is someone called Mike Dup in the world. There's one on LinkedIn. He, he insists on being called Michael. I, I, would, I would guess. Right, like needless foreplay. This is just um, skirting around the main business of the evening. Should we, yeah. Should we get it out of the way? Oh, okay, England have played uh, a couple uh, of test uh, matches. Did anything interesting happen in those first two tests? Should we get the thing out of the way? What's the thing? The Bairstow thing, shall we? Ah, the Bairstow thing. The Bairstow in the room. I Honestly, I've almost lost friends over this. Really? With the, with the level of debate that's been going on. The vitriol, whoa, whoa, whoa. The you bad have friends? Feeling... <laughs> All right. Uh, what's, uh, up, what's up, acquaintances? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from my point of view, I thought it was pretty unsportsmanlike. But if you watch it, uh, a, it's been done loads of times in tests, so they just don't often hit the wickets. B, no one's that stupid to fucking get that far out of their crease without looking behind them. And C, if you actually watch Carey, there is no time lag between him catching the ball and letting it go. So it, 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 it's about it's, a second. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's all basically, he takes it, it's all in one action. He thought about it. Bairstow was clearly doing it. Bairstow's stupid, probably shouldn't have done it. But as we all know, they're Australian, so why not? And having done it and hit the wickets, because most of the time they miss, they're bound to appeal. It is out. What do you do? I mean, either yeah. Pat okay. Cummins, either Pat Cummins 
withdraws the appeal, which is highly unlikely. Well, yep. Okay, so right, Bet, that's that's. Uh, thank you for summing up so succinctly. Uh, not Fred. Would you like to give us? I mean, your it's, hard, take? I, I, it's hard to say something uh, that hasn't been said already. I thought it was it was a disgrace from a nation that's been complaining about body line for ninety years, um, uh, and uh, when England said what well, it was in the laws of the game, they said it doesn't matter. It's not sportsmanlike, and they're still complaining. They still complain about it to this day. I I tweeted something which I didn't see anywhere else. So I'm I'm hoping it's an original thought, which is that in about ten years' time. Um, Pat Cummins is going to be a, a summariser, or he's going to be, and, he, and he's going to say, in retrospect, I probably should have withdrawn the appeal. Um, and frankly, it's not good enough. If you're going to say that in 10 years because you want, you, you know, you're trying to get reinvited into polite society, then say it now. And, and because I like, it, I like, it, he can't, it, it's just not on. Frankly, okay, well, you know, you know, there's another thing, yeah. other things that aren't in the laws of the game, which happen every day when the batsman gives the shovels the ball to the to the fielder, or I mean, there's there's a million things, and and I don't want to get all racist overrates, but I mean, if you have to wait for <laughs> for four seconds every time the keeper's got the ball in his gloves before you want to go down and pat the wicket, then you're going to get forty five overs in a day, aren't you? It's not on, absolutely not on. The ball settled in his gloves. That's the end of the the play, as they would say. And uh, the umpire should have turned down the appeal. In my right. opinion, right? Well, here, here, no. Well, okay. But here, here are my thoughts. Then, um, I, I think labelling Australia cheats is uh, dangerous. Um, I mean, cheats have... the wrong word. Cheats is the wrong word. I think so because yeah. uh, no, no laws were broken. Yeah. Um, Sandpaper uh, was and, cheating. And I, yes. yes, yes. All right, that's a different thing. And I do think Johnny was dozy. Uh, whether he intended or not, he, he was uh, a serial crease lever. Um, also, when Kerry took the ball and wanged it at the stumps, Johnny was still in his crease uh, and he, he left the crease. Now, I, I would like to think, and I say I would like to think because I wasn't there and I wasn't in it, uh, as much as Ben Stokes has had to speculate on what he might have done. I like to think that I'm as the captain of the opposition, I might have called him back and, and withdrawn the appeal. But that's me... Because you see, it, I wouldn't it, have see, done. it seemed nothing. But I don't. But I don't like. I don't like all of the. Um, I don't like the. Look, as Ben Stokes has said, would I want to win a game of cricket like that? I no. probably wouldn't. But they've done it, um, and that's for, uh, listen. It was. It was out. We, there's no disputing that. Uh, and also um, to have people like Stuart Broad lecturing people on the spirit of the game. Uh, I like Mr. that. Mr. Absolutely knock the cover off it to first slip. And I had a mate of mine uh, on uh, on one of the WhatsApps going, oh, well, it's different with that because um, it puts you at a massive disadvantage because people don't walk. OK, well, if you've got principles about the spirit of the game, no, then that, you continue to walk. I, that, I, I don't think that's so, true. No, I don't, no, think, no I don't think walking walks, was ever a thing. I don't, no. <laughs> frankly, um, for all the people who walked, you know, when they were on 160 um, and their team was on 500 for six, um, those same people weren't walking when they were 90 for seven. Uh, it, this was never a thing. If the umpire's what? decision is to give you in or out, and now you've got the DRS. I've well, not. I've not. I walked, don't think. I've not walked twice in my life. I've done it once. Not proud yeah. of it, but I didn't. Well, the the first time was in a school uh, game. I cheated. That's that's cheating. In my book. Well, well we, it's not cheating. You got to be given out by the umpire. But I know. But I know. Players. It's the a the very second time, I've said this before. Thing. The second time, the second time, I didn't walk. I must have virtually knocked the cover off it. Yeah, and they all appealed, 
And the, the problem I had was I stood there so long waiting for the umpire to give me out. And he <laughs> didn't give been... me out. And then it was a bit <laughs> embarrassing. So then I just stood there and they were so fucking livid. And then the weird thing is the same thing happened to one of their guys at the end. Right. And I even went up to him after the game and I said, look, I hit it. I'll admit it. I fucking didn't walk. He said, oh, no, I didn't hit it. I was like, come on, mate. <laughs> yeah, but to, to have someone say, well, um, that's different because when you've got lots of other people not walking, then it puts you at a disadvantage if you also, if, if you do walk. That's that's not a principle then. The whole, this whole no, fucking spirit of cricket thing. That's bullshit. Absolutely. Yeah, but that doesn't undermine uh, that doesn't undermine the whole question of of not having to walk. That's just your idiot friend's idiot opinion. Um, <laughs> sorry if you if you're listening or you were listening. If you're listening, Jeej. Um, I just remember that, that an anecdote I heard about three weeks ago, which is quite relevant, when Middlesex were playing the combined universities in the Benson and Hedges Cup, and uh, a young Nasser Hussein uh, was batting for yep. the combined universities, and he's he's nicked one. He's been caught behind. And he doesn't move, and there's no movement from the umpire. And Gat, uh, who was captaining Middlesex, turns around and says, "I think it was Bernard Julian." The umpire, no, not Bernard Julian. What was the name of the umpire? Can't remember. Anyway, he says, "Come on, ump." He says, "He's hit. The, he's absolutely middle that." And the umpire says, "Yes, I'm just waiting for the young gentleman to walk." Yep. And did he after that? <laughs> no. Did he then give him out? Yeah, well, after as as uh, as you probably similar to you, uh, Bear. You know, after a few seconds, <laughs> nobody can really do anything. The batsman Brilliant. can't walk, and the umpire can't really give him well, out. The umpire can still. Well, he can, yes, but it's uh, it's all uh, very well to say these, uh, you know, high highfalutin things like that. Yeah. But then he then calls you bluff. You've got to act. Uh, these are very different. You know, uh, uh, Benson Hedges game at what we're playing on a, on a weekend and test cricket is a very, are different sports as regards uh, walking. Um, Ooh, it's yeah, just a, the, it's a different thing. Um, is it a different it, code? Though, I mean, I mean certain law- people. I'm 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 talking to you, Al Hodge. Said there's no such thing as a spirit of the game. Everything should be in the laws. Is living in cloud cuckoo land because you absolutely cannot under any circumstances, put every eventuality in the laws of the game. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and there, even even if you had a thousand-page rule book, there will be grey areas. And and what polices the grey areas? Well, it's the players who police the grey areas. Uh, and uh, there are things that are done, there are things that are not done. They should have withdrawn the appeal. They absolutely should have withdrawn in the appeal. In your opinion? But they were so, they were so shit-scared. They were so shit scared that when they were 360 odd runs ahead, they sent out a man who couldn't walk, who should have been timed out, um, hobbling down the stairs of the pavilion to add another whatever it was, four runs, 15 six runs, 15, eight runs, 15. because they were absolutely shit scared. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, uh, you, I mean, it, let's and let's, they could have lost it. Yeah, and they could I mean, have lost it. I mean, let's talk about the two games. So we were two nil yeah. down, and we quite. I mean. Uh, we're so not out of this series, even though it looks like we are. I mean, we should have won that first test. It's a big ask. It is a big ask. It, we, we should have won that first test. Uh, we fucking yep. should have, would have got up. Yeah. Uh, they played really well. I mean, they did. They, 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 yeah. they did. Uh, Cummins and uh, Lyon at the end played really, really well. I mean, England were strong favourites when they came together. How many runs do they still need? The 55, uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, that is. It's not quite Stokes and Leach, um, but it was an absolutely. It was. I don't see. I don't know why partnership. at that point. I don't know why at that point they didn't start trying to bowl Yorkers consistently and have a leg side field and a couple of people in and a couple of people out and cut the slips in and you know and and try and close it that way. Instead, they tried to bowl short. Cummins, we've seen Cummins. We saw Cummins score fourteen ball fifty in the IPL. Yeah. He can certainly lamp it. When um, you say we, uh, well, I, yeah, well I, yeah, okay, I, <laughs> I saw. Yeah, no, Cummins can bat. 
There's no, no doubt about it. He'll hit Test hundred one day if he, you know, if he plays another five years. Yeah, he's, that, he's good enough to do that. He's, he's Australia's you know, uh, answer to Chris Wokes. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, wow. fine margin. Stokes could have held onto that catch and line. That'd have been nine down, still a long way off. Oh, yeah, Hazel yeah. would have come. would have come. Bowling would yeah. have come out. What a terrific um, test match! It was a great test match, and the second one was two, I mean, we, two great I mean, test matches. I yeah, I mean, we absolutely. we to be fair, England threw it away on that uh, in that second afternoon, didn't they? When 188 for one and started flapping at short balls. Well, in the first test match, um, it's so long. So much has happened since that it's almost been um, been sort of put to one side. But I would like to concentrate on um, the absolutely unforgivable, ludicrous decision England made to declare on uh, <laughs> 390 for eight um, it, with four overs left on that day That made one. me laugh. That, I love that. Uh, I think um, I thought at the time that it was that it had no log- cricketing logic to it. And the more I think about it, the less cricketing logic it has, if it's possible to have less than no cricketing logic. And mm-hmm. I thought of a football analogy, um, which is a bit strained, but I'm going to give it anyway, which is like, if you're... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit if your team is uh, one nil down the 95th minute and you send your goalkeeper up for a corner, you know, perfectly legitimate. If your team is one nil down in the 35th minute and you send your goalkeeper up for a corner, um, it doesn't make any footballing sense. And uh, if a manager afterwards says, well, well, I remember some bloke scoring for Carlisle in whenever it was, you know, yeah, so uh, Jimmy, our Jimmy keeper could have scored. It's true, but it's irrelevant. If he says, well, even if the goalkeeper would have stayed in the goal, they might have broken away down the other end and scored a goal. It's also true, but it's completely irrelevant. If you do something that stupid, it means you don't understand the game of cricket. The underlying the underlying um, thinking behind it is so flawed that you don't understand the game of cricket. And if a manager comes out at the end of that game, I mean, is that a sacking offence for, for a football manager? Well, probably not. But if he comes out at the end of the game and says, it was the right decision and I would do it again tomorrow, then... Then you, you need to sack him because he, he does not understand the game of football. Huh. And I'm afraid um, I thought the same of that England declaration. It, was, you, it had no sense to it, it whatsoever. It, I mean, it, it are, you say, are you saying that Ben Stokes doesn't understand the game of cricket? Well, that's uh, so, so what somebody said to me. Do you think Brad McCullum doesn't understand the cricket, game of cricket? And I said, how many times do you listen to Michael Vaughan or uh, um, uh, Sonny Gavaskar, you know, people who have played hundreds of test cricket, test test matches on and you listen to them and they say something which is so stupid you think well you know he's played 100 test matches he must know more than me no no it's no, not, not always true this is this um, is a management team if i can call stokes and McConaughey a management yeah, team who's yeah. presided over yeah an incredibly successful period of, of test yeah. history for england recently yeah. have following and, a, a, and they a made a decision disappointing one. which is so bad 
um, that it casts everything that they have done before and possibly since into a new light. But, <laughs> you know, bold declarations were part of what gave England the 3-0 victory in... Yeah, there's bold... There's bold, yeah, there's bold, there's bold and, there's and there's criminally also, insane... Listen, it didn't... OK, it didn't... Ultimately, it didn't come off, but no, we were but, very, no, very I'm close. not saying the ultimate. It's not hindsight. I was saying it at the know, time, course, and no, other people were saying it Of course, people were saying it at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, was, the value of 30, 40, 50 runs um, that, that could have been added... Could have been, uh, or it could have been done. Yes, yes, I'm saying. So they could, yeah, the other team could have broken could have broke down and scored, even if the goalkeeper had stayed back. It's irrelevant. The fact is, you'd expect Root and the other two batsmen to have put on 30 under normal circumstances, easily. The value of those 30 runs was so huge that it's an absolutely crass... Uh, decision. Yeah, I mean, they should. I, I mean, I, I thought at the time they should have probably gone on and just got all out. Exactly. Root was hammering it around the park at the time. But then you could equally say, look, fucking Johnny Bairstow missed a, a stumping uh, on green second ball. He got 38. Carey was dropped. Yeah, uh, but I'm looking at it uh, on from 23 from, from the and went on to get 55. And then Kawaji was bowled off a no ball and went on to get another 20 runs. There's 80 runs left, you know, that England fucked over. But I'm talking about how it was looked at when they made the decision. And there was no... Look, uh, uh, there was no cricketing logic behind making that decision when they made it. my, My reaction was to laugh heartily at the wonderful madness of it all. And of course, if we'd taken a couple of wickets that evening, it it would have looked looked great. And actually, at that point, where the game went to, it went pretty deep into day five. The the chance of a result was, either way at that point, was was hugely uh, improved, if you like. I understand what you're saying, Fred. I I get the frustration. But one of the great things about the Stokey-Cullum axis is that, that that way of playing, and this is why I got frustrated when, when we lost those three quick wickets in the uh, in the second test uh just you know getting out to the same tactic again and again and again that looked dumb and that looked like we were doing yeah. what australia wanted us to do one of the great things about this way of playing is that you're constantly on the front foot you're constantly trying to uh, do things that are going to surprise the opposition and, and get them on the back foot and and that one that that mad declaration to me was one example of that it, we were on the front foot for almost the entirety of that test. game against yeah, the we world number one side we, we, <laughs> it's true well, I, I, you know, I, I've said what I've said. I can't agree. I don't think it makes any sense. And it, as I say, it casts aspersions on the people who made that decision. Um, it, it, it's, but yeah, it, being on the front foot and doing things that surprise the opposition, or you know, you can declare on two hundred for three. Um, it, it's, it's just making a decision. You know, playing that banter ball, if you like, just doing something for for the heck of it and for the laugh. Is, no, but this is, is, this, is the, is, this is the other thing which is I think not, is, a, is not professional sport. This is the other thing which I think is is a, is become a bit of a received bit of wisdom about this thing, the B word that I'm not going to mention, is that people go, oh, they're saying that entertainment is prioritised over results. Well, that's, that's bullshit. That. It's yeah. bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> you know, like you get this group of elite sportsmen together, and you're telling me that they don't all want to win. I mean, yeah. it's a given that they want to win. And the way and, they think that they've got the best chance of winning is playing in a certain way and giving people the uh, freedom and the uh, license to go and play each moment as they see the I'm, best. Now, of course, they make mistakes along the way. Grubby, but... I'm the last person to, uh, I, you know, I'm always calling for attacking cricket, attacking cricket, trying to win, trying to win. I've been, you know, this. I've been doing banging the same drum for 30 years. Uh, you don't say we're going to make the game safer and then we're going to try and win. You try and win at all points. But 
there has to be there has to be yeah. a lie. And anyone who said that, by the way, oh, they value entertainment more than more than winning. Um, well, it was pretty clearly uh, disproved by what happened in the second Test match yeah. when England <laughs> spent uh, half a day uh, bowling uh, that short ball line. Um, because it was working. Big, well, I'm saying uh, that wasn't entertaining. I mean, any stretch was, of the yeah, that, well, is, it when you, is it not entertaining when you see wickets fall? Because that, that tactic was, on that both sides so, yielded yeah. wickets. I, and yeah. I want to come back to that. But it's it's not... it. it well, you, it took some wickets after a while, after Cameron Green um, lost his patience. But, I mean, there was a long period where he didn't way, lose but his but patience. The, but, but and it was the, the least works. entertaining type of cricket you ever see in your life. But that's the way it works, isn't it? Because, same people. Yeah, sorry, Carl. Well, well, because that was exactly it, wasn't it? I mean, we, we, we castigated England because they flapped around and it all got out, right? And then when England started doing it, uh, especially when Kwaja was in the second morning with... Uh, who was he in with the second morning? I can't remember who he was with. Uh, but Smith on the second, third morning, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. And they both looked really, really comfortable against it, right? And they, yeah. kept flapping, they flapped it around a bit and da, 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 left it, left it, left it, left it. And eventually both lost patience. And that's the problem with it, isn't it? I mean, that's why it works because actually there's no other way of scoring except for trying well, to hit the fucking exactly. thing. Exactly. I was less... Yeah, sorry. Ben, and then, on. so then Kwaja got out and then Smith looked supreme. And then one, obviously the pitch was a bit too paced and one got up a little bit high and he top edged it instead of flapping yeah. it around the corner. He top edged yeah. it. He was out. Cameron Green came in, didn't want to hit, didn't want to hit, didn't want to hit. Eventually tried to hit one, got caught. Deep, you know, and that's 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 the whole point of it, isn't it? It's it's not pretty, but it's, it is effective because the only yeah, way of scoring is trying to hit the short ball. Yeah. And on a pitch that was offering variable bounce and two paceness, eventually you were going to get one that you got timed wrong. And if you had enough men out, it was probably going to go to someone, and someone was going to get a wicket. And that's exactly what it played. It wasn't yeah, exactly that. It wasn't entertaining. Uh, it was quite dull to watch. Yeah, uh, it was quite gritty. In some ways, it was. Well, uh, in some ways, it was interesting to watch, but that well, was about it. But it was too much. The problem with it is too many wasted balls that aren't uh, going to threaten the batman are going down leg side or while Mario off stump or miles over the head. Oh the yeah, ball. like you only got to play two balls easily. over. Johnny Bairstow can easily duck underneath and, uh, and then get run the out. Yeah, stumped. Well, stumped. I mean, there's been there's been some talk about body line to do with the spirit of the game and all. If anything in this second Test match um, will remind me of body line down the line, um, it's the fact that lawmakers are going to have to change the law because this genie has been let out of the bottle. Uh, this cat has been let out of the bag and any other metaphors <laughs> you want to use because teams are going to start doing this on a regular basis and it's basically going to uh, it's going to kill it's going to kill yeah, well they do it at but one you, end they would do it with Neil Wagner um, yeah. it's going to kill cricket because if, if every ball is at your shoulder uh, and you have five or six men um, dotted around the outfield um, you know on the boundary behind the bat uh, there are no genuine scoring shots that can be played with any safety whatsoever. And you say, well, fine, that's within the laws of the game. But Bodyline changed the law in that you were only allowed to have two men behind square on the leg side. Uh, and that's still the law 90 years later. And I think yeah. lawmakers are going to have to do something similar. They may have to say you're only allowed um, three well, uh, deep fielders behind the bat um, uh, or, or four, um, which would make it because otherwise, everybody's well, going to switch to this, and you're going to kill. You're going to kill. But, but, they, uh, but they have. Chess they did change the law. You're only allowed two balls over the shoulder in and over. So yes, okay. But you, if you bowl at the shoulder, which is not, uh, if you bowl every ball at the shoulder, yeah, uh, you, you've got your two that go over the shoulder, and the rest of them at the shoulder. You can continue to do that all day from both ends. Poor and old we'll bowlers, have, though. We'll have fifty-eight. We'll have fifty-eight overs an hour, and the scoring weights will. Fifty-eight and overs an hour. That'd be play. good. Fifth a day. There are no shots that you can play. 
There are absolutely no shots you can play, and well, it's going to kill cricket. Round... It... Well, yeah, but you've got you've got two you've got a fine leg and you've got a long a leg uh, behind the wicketkeeper. And what are you going to do then? Yeah. You play the ramp and you and you can't control it. Oh, well, okay. Well, when the field moves, then you do something different. But rather than no, hooking, no. It but they they had they had five uh, about five men on the boundary behind the bat between sort of um, third man and long Square leg. Square leg. Yeah. Well, the wicket, long stop? Did they be on the wicketkeeper? Well, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. Did. When yeah. Brendan yeah. McCullum hit his, hit his fastest century of all time in the Test matches, they did have a long stop. <laughs> uh, Australia did have a long stop and it's going to kill cricket because teams are just going to revert to this they're going to switch well, it on and there is no le- there's no legitimate defence from the batsman to that for, well, so for, for me that... for me it was an interesting inter- an interesting chapter in a fascinating test match short pitch bowling for a little while testing the batsman and the largely felt for it so you're keeping it just so, a little while Ben Stokes did it for 17 consecutive overs that was certain periods of the game and both sides used it and, and well batsmen are getting out of like that why wouldn't you yeah. yeah it's true it's true, it's true. Because but that, that's that's the that would only go that's why you need a fucking better pitch to offer some to the bowlers at least then they're going to bowl up and then we've got a great game I go back to we've got a great game what's the problem I, I, it, oftentimes it's the same fuckers complaining that this is boring and whacking it in the middle of the pitch who are complaining that b-ball is is you know too exciting and reckless I just think that sometimes <laughs> in every sport, um, teams will find a way within the rules of doing something which is against the interests of the sport at large. Uh, and that happens in all sports. And what happens like, is that, it's uh, that like board need the to, people who, yeah, people who need to, you know, who make the laws of the game. Um, it's like kicking the ball back to the goalkeeper. Um, it was outlawed. The, Why was the, it outlawed? That's the because, best rule change. Yeah, because the worst, the worst team in the history of the world, uh, Liverpool <laughs> Football Club, during the seventies <laughs> and eighties, um, boring, awful, terrible people, just spent their whole time kicking the ball back to Ray Clements. They changed the law, um, and it and it had the desired effect. And I think that the people who are responsible for the laws of cricket are going to have to do the same. Um, I, I, I'm, it, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to do it. It may it may involve well, getting the umpires to Hopefully be... it won't happen too often, you know. I mean, if, if well, it But the cat's out of the bag. The cat's out of the bag now. Yeah, but I'm sure it's been done before and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you yeah. know, I mean, now, it won't. Ha- I don't think it'll happen at Headingley. T- talking of laws, um, there was a moment, and this largely got lost, because of what happened with Bearstow on Sunday afternoon, um, also to do with Alex Carey. Now, I forget which wicket it was, but Carey, who, by the way, is kept brilliantly. Really well. Uh, yeah, regardless yeah, yeah. of what you think about... you know, Nice to did. have a keeper, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's fantastic to have a keeper who knows yes. what he's doing. But um, he had gone down Ooh. the leg side, and when the inevitable short ball came, he was there to catch it almost at first uh, leg slip as opposed to where a wicketkeeper would normally stand, which would be yeah. more to, like, to the offside. <laughs> but then somebody on the commentary sort of um, mischievously pointed out that perhaps England could have complained because by standing there, he, no, uh, he, he, he became a third fielder. The wicketkeeper is not, is, not, is not counted as one of those is, two fielders. That's in the laws. Okay, so, yeah. all right. Fine, yeah, fine. I mean, there was a hor- I remember the horrible instance where Ashley Giles was, was bowling to, like, Tendulkar, and they were and they were bowling outside the leg stump, and they were bowling over and o- after over, yeah. left arm yeah. over the wicket, outside the leg stump, and the keepers were standing down the leg side. Pete um, Wheelie bin. 
and they changed they changed the rules on that oh, as well yeah, and yeah, started yeah. calling wides. I mean, as I say, teams always look to for little things to try and find advantage, and and the rule makers um, need to look at that. And if they think it's against the interest of the game, which I think this perpetual um, short bowling is. It's not a racist thing. It's not about the West Indies, Ravi. There, it's uh, two two uh, uh, you know two white teams were doing it against each other, and both were equally culpable. But the, as I say, the cat's out of the bag now. People are going to start doing it all the time, and it needs to. Well, be, it's not like it's it a new thing be... either. Well, well, the, other, well the other thing to, to do. Say, the other thing to yeah, say. You is... need the bowlers there to do it. Well, yeah. The, the consequence of that was, I mean, Australia bowled like seventy-eight overs in one day or something. Yeah. I mean, Did you hear anything of fines after this game? I didn't. No, but I presume they both got fines. Uh, and they, I they all got they fined forty percent after the first test, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't hear anything after the second because there was so much other, <laughs> well, other yeah, things. Yeah, so it's much been else drowned. To talk about. They buried bad news. Yeah. By the way, while, while we're still on that, and uh, as a, as a, uh, a tangential piece, really, um, there was a lovely tweet I saw because um, the MCC suspended three of their members. Oh yeah, they, for, <laughs> for haranguing no, the Australian called... team on the way in. Well, Lord's no, hit, bosses. No, no, no. Hit, Lord's hit, bosses, as I hit, saw it in, in Lord's, a, a, Oh, yeah. Lord's it's like tabloid headline. Yeah, it's like saying uh, boffins at the University <laughs> of... Uh, anyway, Lord, anyway but, yeah. but this um, this is brilliant. The MC, I'm, gonna, I'm reading this. This is not boring cricket tweet of the week. This is far from it. It says the MCC... Are you going to make fun of people's names now, Grubby? The, the MCC can confirm it has suspended three members identified from earlier today. Okay, ready for them? Bartholomew Frinton Smythe. Humphrey Wigbert Porter and Quinton Breckenridge will not be permitted back to Lords whilst the investigation takes place, etc. etc. Now, for a moment, I thought that must that must be so a comedy tweet, so brilliantly. But they weren't like you know, uh, Reginald Large Yacht for Tang for Tang. Okay, you know, it, these are names that are plausible, and also the rest of it is, is utterly believable. But I've delved into it trying to gain a secondary source. And I can't find a secondary source, so it must have been made up, and I love it. Well, have you have you searched <laughs> Facebook for people with these names? Of, uh, uh, I've, I've certainly put one or two of those names into your Google, and um, mainly what no. comes up is, is a link to this tweet. Lord's bosses. I mean, they're a private club. They can do what they like uh, to their members, and they can have their own rules. Which I, I, I frankly, I, they were saying, well, what? A lot of us were thinking, basically. Um, and as somebody who has once uh, harangued an umpire at Lords from the Pavilion, oh yeah, do tell uh, when they when they came off for for bad light when the sun was shining, um, and said umpire who I won't name. It was John Holder, actually. Um, <laughs> so who, you did name who <laughs> had a reputation for much preferring to sit with his feet up in the changing room rather than actually standing outside in the middle. Um, uh, that's what. That's what. Was that the nature it, of your heckle? No, I, I, I asked him, why are they coming off? And he said, the light's too bad. And I said, no, the light isn't too bad. And he said, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, and this was this was actually in the Lord's Pavilion. It was a long time ago. It was about 30 years ago. Um, so it's, uh, it's not unheard of. Um, but I, frankly, I th- honestly, for Australians to complain about uh, treatment from a crowd is one of the one of the great well, ironies yes. in the history of cricket. <laughs> that is funny. That's also <laughs> that funny. Is funny. Yeah, I mean the thing is as well they're going to get with a straight face. I mean they're now I mean, going up to the north of England. They're going to get it a shitload worse up there than they ever got it down south. Are they? you I trying mean, to say you, that you're... people in the north are, are more uncouth than people in the south? Uh, I may well uh, be saying that, but I'm saying the Yorkshire crowd are not going to give them an inch, and I doubt the 
the old Trafford crowd will either. Well, yeah, and that, it, will be cele- officially... that will be celebrated in the Guardian, whereas this is uh, disapproved of. I don't know why. It's one is of it things. officially known as the notorious Western Terrace now? They changed the name of it uh, to the Western Stand because everyone. Yeah, but it's always... not there, is it? I mean, Headingley is not a pleasant ground. Um, oh, I've loved my time. You might say together. Yorkshire people are not pleasant people. I, you know, some yeah, people well, might say you that. Know, some people might say that. God's own country and all that. Uh, yeah, they do have a, a rather, uh, you know, how do you know if somebody's a Yorkshireman? They will tell you in about eight yeah, seconds. Exactly. Um, I, I don't think they should be playing tests at Henningley. I don't think they should, you know, for 20 years, the ECB bailed them out um, quite aside from their recent um, issues. Um, but they are playing it. And as you say, Bear, the Australians are going to absolutely cop it. They and, are. Um, what is it? I haven't seen the side. I presume we've named the side early because that's what they Oh, we have. What, who's in it? What 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 have we got? Uh, Moeen, Wokes. Uh, no, there's no Dan Lawrence. Um, now Wood's in as well, isn't he? Wood and Wood, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. what? So Jim, what, Jimmy, Jimmy and Tong are arrested slash dropped. Uh, I so Ollie Robinson's still in. So what have we got? So we got yeah. uh, so we got the opening pair, and then we've got who's uh, Brooke, three then? Brooke bats three. Brooke, Brooke bats three. Root. Bairstow at five, Stokes at six. They've managed to weaken the batting and Bowie. the bowling, uh, and <laughs> and and keep the wicket keeping equally bad. It's I do uh, think it's I a do win-win think, situation. I do think Josh Tong is is a bit unlucky. I think Josh Tong is a bit unlucky. Why I are think... we calling him Tong? His name's uh, Tong. 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 Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, trying to get somewhere. We get... I don't know why. No, it's tongue. It's, it's all gone, tongue. Josh oh, Tongue. In fact, in fact we, we had this argument on air and everyone kept calling him Tongue. In fact, Hendo was calling him Tongue. I was like, no, it's Tongue. And now I'm calling him Tong. It's doing my head in. Tongue. Tongue. It's fucking Tongue. Long. Hyacinth Bouquet, the lady of the residence. Yeah. Well, it's Hyacinth Duquet um, had a very good test match for <laughs> England, uh, or nice. Ben, as he's known. Yeah. Um, somewhat, again, overlooked. A lot of things were overlooked because there was just so yeah. much madness in the first Well, Stokes days, innings for starters. Uh, the, the most bizarre thing of the summer might be that Ben Duckett is a successful England opener against know. Australia. It's it quite it's mad, just isn't it? Bonkers. It's it is quite bonkers. bonkers. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It, uh, tomorrow's uh, wicket looks like it's going to be, I mean, from the pictures, I saw today the weather tomorrow is going to be quite oh, cool and it's had a lot bit of rain. It's yeah. going to be green again. But don't it? judge the pitch on what it looked like today. Like, how no, many times have we seen this? Yeah, uh, my team would have been um, Pope uh, to miss out, obviously, from the last test match and Jimmy to have a rest stroke drop um, and possibly retire in a strop. Uh, and they would have been replaced by uh, Dawson and Folks. Uh, which would have actually lengthened the uh, batting order. Uh, yeah. It would have uh, increased the variety uh, of the bowling and vastly increased the wicket keeping. So they did none of those. Dawson's things. a left arm spinner. The eight, the no, eight... Dawson's, Dawson's an offie. Right. Oh, is he an offie? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, the one thing that, uh, I mean, I've been saying it all serious, but the one thing that goes against Leach, actually, and, and the fact that uh, he. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus uh, a timely injury if it was one 
He's not actually very. He was never very good at bowling at left-handers, and they've got so no. many fucking left-handers in the top yeah. seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Gordon is a great. No, a no, great well, bowler. Um, uh, but no, but, he, but he, he, he's an ever-presence. In, uh, yeah, ever-presence no, no, no. In, I mean, it, look, I'd have, I'd have preferred him to be in it because in he is many ways winner. the heartbeat of that side. I yes, mean, I agree. Keeps quoting. Oh yeah, yeah. He's we, great we, on the intangibles. We, not oh, so listen, much on we, the tangibles. But no, but I mean, his, well, his actual, quite, well, look how much well, we missed record, in this series. Well, exactly. His record well, is we, actually we, pretty we, bloody good. You were saying we should have won both these test matches. How much should we miss? I didn't say we should have. I said we could have. Look, Anderson has actually done pretty much the role of Leach, which is uh, bowl quite... He can't bowl as many overs, but he bowls dry. Uh, and even when he's not taking wickets... Leach, um, Leach, Leach rarely bowls dry. Well, no, yeah. but you need... Um, you know, if Stokes can't bowl, other than the odd 17-over spell of, uh, of half-trackers, yeah. uh, <laughs> again, what is logic? Uh, I think you struggle to find it. Then you, you do need somebody... There's going to be a time when you're going to need somebody to bowl for most of an afternoon at, at one end. Um, I don't think mowing has had that in him for five or six years. Um, oh, I don't know. I think uh, yeah. I don't think he can bat at test level again since about 2014 when the Indians worked him over. Um, I just think it's so retrograde. The only thing going for him as far as England management is concerned is that he hasn't played any red ball cricket and they seem to think that's a major advantage. Well, probably working against people I, like I, Dorf, I did, I, who I play did, a lot of red ball cricket. I did want to talk about Wokes actually because every time yeah. we, we appear to speak about him on this show or elsewhere on, on Gorilla, he appear, it, it seems that he's not played for a long time. No, he's he not, never plays. He's not played. A, he's not played a first class game since the beginning of May. Yeah, he's not played uh, a Test match since before Stokey Cullen was a thing. He's not. It, oh, he played a, a T Twenty for, play, for the Bears one of the, a couple of play? weeks ago. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's and now he's expected to come in. It's and, bonkers. They're yeah. turning 150 years of cricketing orthodoxy on its head. Um, in so many ways, but the one way that doesn't make any sense is that they prefer people to have not played any cricket. <laughs> they want people to come in without, um, without well, I said, with I no form said, at all. I thought you said Moen and Wood are in, not Wokes. Oh, Wokes is in as well, as well. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Moen, no Jimmy, no Moen for Pope. And no Pope. <laughs> Moen for oh, okay. Pope. Um, uh, some idiot. Oh, no, it was you, Bear, who said Moen should bat a three. Uh, that is... That is just the stupidest, <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that, that Stokey Cannonball at its best, mate. Just come in and thrash a quick 50. And the joke is now that England have invented a system where openers aren't a thing anymore. There's no such thing. You don't need to be an opener. Um, well, that's because uh, we don't uh, have because, any. Well, uh, the, what, what Not, openers in historically do sense. for 150 years was they left balls that they didn't have to play at. Ben Duckett famously does not ever leave yeah. a ball. Yeah. Um, he leaves like about 3% of the balls he's faced in the last uh, I mean, there is of a certain, Well, there is a certain amount. I mean, the, the, the whole thing about this is there is a certain amount of logic to it because uh, you don't leave balls in an ODI. and uh, You don't have four slips in a gully in an ODI either. No, you don't. You don't. But a lot of the time you get the ball yeah, along the ground or whatever. You know, I mean, he's done all right. As you said, Duckett, what you well, got? Well, yeah. Nine, he got and 98 and 82. <laughs> you know, he's got 190, 170 runs. Yeah. In, yeah. England, England, runs. England are committed to this thing that we're going to do better playing in this way than if we played in the other way, the orthodox way, whatever you yes. want to call it. Yeah. And, you know, so far... You have to say yeah, it's been it's mostly worked. It's, it's mostly worked. But I if mean, we, if, if you 
if yeah. you've got a thin opener's missing, then it doesn't matter. Then Brook can do that at opening. Um, Root can do that. Bear well, can do that. Stokes I, can do that. Anybody can do that. I was um, full, I was fully on board with asking Johnny Bairstow to open the innings. Yeah, and and picking folks. Listen, that that ship has sailed. I don't yeah. want to keep harping on. Yeah, about it. but <laughs> ask Johnny to open with Alex Hales. I was saying, <laughs> do that. Well, uh, uh, yeah, Alex Hales and Jason Roy, in some respects, were were just a couple of years um, too, too early. early. <laughs> uh, but the fact <laughs> is, they they did it, and they had not they had no success doing it. Whereas, well, not Bucky, none. Well, no, because when Hale, Roy, Hales had, when Roy came in, yeah, Hales had, tried... had had some. Yeah, Roy had no had no success at all. At well, he tried, but that again, play he was properly, didn't he? And, he was uh, he was never going to play properly. But so. also, he wasn't given a Zach Crawley style uh, running the team. No. No, he Crawley, Crawley's done all right, actually, considering. Yeah, yeah. Crawley, Crawley has done all right. Uh, again, these are the amazing things that are happening. And uh, it turns out he was quite right not to care what anybody says. Um, but again, he's probably been helped by the fact... He's got to be out to a couple of good balls. Uh, he's probably been helped by the fact that so much has gone on. So yeah. vast, so many yeah. uh, talking points that, you know, if if you've had a bad game, um, it just sort of seems to get forgotten. And And I think we should not overlook um Stokes's innings. Um he didn't oh. see England over the line. Yeah. But fantastic. look what this fellow Fucking can do. Box office, man. Look what he can do. Oh, it's fantastic. just astonishing. I mean that those you knew uh, it was just, you knew two it was just hours a little before he got out, yes, um on Sunday were just you could not take your eyes off a single ball. You just um, knew it was that little bit too far. I said yeah. at the beginning of the day that it always felt a long way away. Well, it felt, but they were only six wickets down. I said two of them need to get 150. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I said two of them need to get 150, and Duckett fell for 80 odd, and Stokes got his 150. If Duckett had gone on to get his 150, we'd have well, won that game. When there, was it, 80, yeah. when there was 80 needed and four wickets to fall, I was watching it with a bunch of guys in a cricket club, and somebody asked, if Stokes got out now, how many would you feel comfortable <laughs> with the rest of them getting? Ten. Uh, people say eight, ten. Five. And we yeah. sort of settled on a consensus of about 25. Yeah, that would um, be about right, yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and astonishingly, Stuart Broad actually played played well at number eight, which is, again, possibly even stranger than Duckett scoring. Well, what is Stuart, Broad? Stuart Broad's capable still? No, he's not. He, he really is. is. He, he, he bowled is. very badly bear, at it. Bear, bear. He was he was good and brave on Sunday, but at number eight, he's at least three places too high in the back. Yeah. Nah. He's the number twelve. He's not a number twelve. He's not. Um, he's still cable. He scored a couple of thirties and forties in a re- in a recent past. Yeah, but the type of thirties and forties he scores are when he absolutely throws the bat with his eyes closed. And um, Stokey Cullenbull, them... what the fuck are we talking about here? For crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Well, then have him open. I mean, why not? <laughs> then you... <laughs> get forty at the top, giving it a quick smash. So many not? talking points. So many and talking points. Look, look, would it also be um, unpatriotic for me to say that Australia have played pretty well in these last two games? Wait, no, they, they have. They played really well. It's a good Australian team, but it's yes. also uh, a, a better one. English team. Uh, look, Australia haven't won in 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 this haven't won a series in this country for two decades. Yep. Um. For for twenty two years or whatever it is, and this isn't the best of those Australian teams that have been no. there since then. Well, you mean the Mark um, Butcher series in two thousand and one? Is that how it's known? <laughs> uh, is that what he wants to be remembered for? <laughs> I think his guitar playing probably better. But um, he he, you know, then they're, they're not a great team. Um, are well, they're they the best so, there is on the planet. Are at the they moment? so much better? than uh, the um, 2015 team that got completely overwhelmed on a number of occasions when 
Incidentally, we were playing on green seamers. Yeah. Yeah. And bowling them out in an hour and three quarters. Exactly. Well, I mean, the the fact is that their bowling attack is better. Their bowling attack is really good. Really good. I mean, when they... The first four wickets they got in that second innings, the ball that got Pope out was an absolute snorter. And the ball that got... The balls that got uh, both... uh, Crawley. Brooke... No, Crawley gave it away um, a little bit. He was he was strangled down the leg side. Yeah, I mean it um, went a long way, but he was strangled root, down the leg side. The road that got Root and Brook yeah, were yeah. absolute snorters. Yeah, yeah. And and they, you know those four wickets were they weren't bumpers and, and they and Cummings, they were got Cummings getting Pope in the in the first Test match with an absolutely searing injury yeah, in yeah, Yorker. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They're obviously they're they're a very skilled attack. There's no question about it. And I wouldn't necessarily, I I I'd be. Absolutely interested to watch how England batting batted against them on a green seamer. Um, well, that would who be, knows? That would be we, hilarious. We may they yet might find be a hundred all out in eight overs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might. Well, the thing I mean, well, this is my point about Stokey Cullenball is the fact that I'll stop calling that. Just... Uh, well, I'm not going to call it the B word. Uh, Quite right. It's um, is the fact, and I keep stating this, and you can't overstate the fact that if you attack good bowlers and their good balls get hit, they yeah. have to adjust. And if you make yeah. a good bowler adjust, you create yourself space to score more runs. And that is how they basically approach it. But, and and but it works. It, sort of it, no, it won't the... always work, because we will get bowled out for 100. Well, and, and this, well, this we did is against why, South Africa. This is why Scott Boland, who, who is arguably their most sort of metronomic bowler in, in, in all of the teams they've got available, arguably why he was dropped for the second test. Yeah, well done, England. Mitchell Stark came in and look what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that, that's true, Bear, but a bit like the fight against terrorism. You know, you have to win every time. They only have to win once. Um, so those bowlers, you say, you're trying to smash them off their legs and bowlers don't like it. But the fact is, bowlers never used to like going for seven and over in limited overs cricket, but they damn well got used to going seven and over and then embraced going at seven and over in T20 cricket, where they were delighted uh, to go for seven and over. This is why now, I can if, bowl if, in the IPL. Or not, as the case, as reality would have it. Um, <laughs> but the, the point is, if bowlers got into a mindset where they wouldn't actually mind being hit for two fours and over, if they knew they were going to get somebody out for 25, then it wouldn't bother them as much. Uh, their mindset well, would change, yeah, possibly, uh, and, and it wouldn't be so successful. And in the next edition of the Smaximum, you can read a piece by Not Fred Titmus on how uh, the fight between bat and ball in cricket is very much like terrorism. How much uh, yeah. did they pay this, this publication? <laughs> Nothing, obviously. Oh, well, I think I might give it to somebody else then. It's free at the point of consumption. It was uh, no, that's the old actually. Thing it's, not. It. it's not. You it's have not, to be no. a patron. You have to be a patron. Um, and do please give us lots of money, PayPal, Patreon, all that kind of stuff. Enter the GPL, buy a shower curtain, <laughs> buy some Ponting's wines. There's so many ways you can uh, you can help give us, us out. money. Anyway, oh, oh, I mean, just when we're exhausted from talking about the first two test matches, the next one starts. Oh, in about tw- 12, 12 hours, hours time. Come on! Oh, I can't wait. Oh, it's a um, bit of a shame that they're actually all. Jammed so close week. together. Well, let, we, actually, you know, we actually get about seven days off after this one, don't we? Yeah. Let me let me bring the mood down a bit then, uh, and talk about boring cricket tweet of the week. Ooh, a regular. It's been feature. quite difficult this week because, as you know, what I'd normally do is put the word cricket into Twitter and have a good old scroll. But you can't have a good old scroll these days without getting rate limited. It's the boring cricket tweet. 
anyway, I have managed. Oh, God, fucking yeah. Elon Musk ruining our Musk. podcast. I have, I have managed. I didn't mention his name. You did. Uh, I have managed to scrape the bottom of Twitter though for for these beauties. Now, this first one uh, would be an absolute worldie of a boring cricket tweet of the week of the week, uh, were it not for the fact that it rescues itself uh, wow. in the second half. However, the first part of it, I'd like to. Proffer. Oh, that's unfair. I'm already calling this unfair because the guy's done a boring setup for a cracking finish. And you're uh... Well, you don't know, do you? You don't know yet. Well, you've just that's how you've explained it. Just wait and hear it. So it's a fella called Abhishek Maraka. And his tweet goes as follows. Ajit Agarka is the new chairman of men's cricket selection committee. Then he goes on to say, I still remember him. For the classic bat raise when he scored a single after seven ducks. <laughs> and if you so wish, you can go on to... That is, that is he, not in any way a boring <laughs> cricket tweet. That's a great tweet. <laughs> half a boring cricket tweet. No, half it isn't. Tweet. You can't take half, half a right, tweet. Listen, I've got two more to come. Oh, All right. Uh, also, anything that declares itself as interesting is by definition not, I think. Uh, so this is from Chris Bullen on, Chris Bullen on Twitter. Says a very interesting and enjoyable day at the Welsh Cricket Coaching Conference. Oh, I, I, was, I, was, wondering, I was wondering when Welsh Cricket hashtag, was in there. Hashtag thanks. Hashtag good food. I have a feeling that there was a former professional cricketer called Chris Bullen, and I think well, he used to play for Surrey. Is it him? You be the judge. Well, not the judge. You go and find out. So we get the vote. Uh, no. That's the second offering. Uh, and the third one. It's from Cricket Island. Uh. <laughs> More kelp bashing. And there's a picture of a cricket ground with a bell in the foreground and a rather gloomy-looking scene, gloomy-looking pitch with the covers on in the background. And it goes, unfortunately, Oak Hill has turned into Soak Hill oh. as, the ra- as the rain arrived. Uh. Well, I've just looked up Chris Bullen, by the way. If it's the same one, he played 31 first-class games for Surrey between uh, 1982 and 1991. Well, he might well have been a, a, a Welsh cricket conference. And uh, as it has Welsh in it, and it's a cricket tweet, it's my vote for boring cricket tweet of the week. Well, I'm going to blame Elon Musk for this low um, standard of entries this week. The first one was, frankly, a hilarious cricket tweet and has no part in this segment whatsoever. Ooh, um, controversial. Always, always elicit strong opinions. This segment. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, 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 let's not play the blame game. But really, Grabby, you need to up your game a little bit here because uh, <laughs> well, you look, can't have a segment that's important cricket scroll. tweet of the week, and there's one which absolutely makes me laugh because it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> well, half, half. I mean, no, you can't yeah, divide no. it like that. You could stop after two words. That would have been boring. No, not good, good enough. I'm sorry. Pull your finger out, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, Chris Bullen currently works for Surrey County Cricket Club as a cricket development manager, mm. says Wikipedia, but that could be about 10 years old. CDM. So it could be, you know, this is why he could have been, um, uh, you know, it could be a work related tweet, in which case I'm going to let him off for that. Um, so, which only leaves us with Cricket Island. Oh, no. Ireland. Oh, no. Oak Hill, Soak Hill. And Cricket Island, really, their priority is, is not. Uh, they've stated this quite clearly. The CEO is not winning boring cricket tweet of the week. Mm. Um, <laughs> they are all However, for the boring cricket tournament that's going on in Zimbabwe next year because they the want to qualify for the world's boring cricket tweet of the week, <laughs> <laughs> and they will fail miserably. Um, so it's a tough one. 
Um, I'm I'm going to withdraw my vote this week. What? Well, you make your laws, I'll make my rules. And Bear, you voted for Welsh. Welsh. Um, They win 1 0. They win 1 0. 1 0 to Welsh. So just on a, on, a, on a note about what's going on in Zimbabwe, it's bloody sad about the West Indies, though, isn't it? I mean, they're a fucking pony. They're not very good, so they didn't qualify. Yeah, well, if you have if you have qualifying tournaments, then you need to qualify. You have to, you, yeah, you know the fact they won the first two World Cups is neither here nor there. Um, if you've got a, qualifying, a world qualifying tournament, then you've got a world qualifying tournament. Shouldn't also, have been held in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe's a shithole. And um, with and a very, got very nasty, either. very nasty government that's uh, oppressing their uh, uh, their their citizens. And we shouldn't be playing in Zimbabwe and the ICC shouldn't give, be giving tournaments to Zimbabwe in but the also... same way as the Football World Cup shouldn't have been in Qatar. All right. All right. All right. All right. I've also been reading lots of things of people. There was no um, cricket. I've been reading cricketing tweets about how brilliant Zimbabwe have been in this qualifying tournament, and they've not qualified either. Have no, they? Yeah. exactly. Hilarious. And people go, "Oh, it's such a shame," and you go, "Well, they haven't qualified." So yeah. Scotland well, it... may well do if they beat fucking Netherlands. Hey, eh? it's between Scotland and Netherlands, isn't it? Yeah. Where is the? Yeah. When is the? Well, um, potentially, I thought Zimbabwe tournament... could go through if someone. There must be a run rate thing because uh, I think Zimbabwe got the same points as Scotland, but it's inferior run rate. You know what? I haven't got the stomach to talk about that. But no, anyway, no, the tournament—the no, 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 no. tournament proper is in October, is it? In October in India, yeah. There you go, Marvellous. Fred. Put that, put that in your calendar. Uh, well, possibly. Who's got the rights to that bear? Do we know? Sky, <laughs> uh, <laughs> old friend. No, is it our old friend, the ICC rights holder? Oh God, him. Probably. He's probably got the radio rights. Yeah. The fuck knows what he still owes me eight hundred quid. The cunt. Oops, Does he sorry. really? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's not entirely not... clear uh, that uh, you swore you would have use to... the c word, didn't you? Yeah, I know. But... When we were chatting about the uh, the Johnny B dismissal, I was going to use that word because um... Johnny Beeble. No, no, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay. No, no, um, I won't. Sorry. Yes, the fact is that we've Rewind. all played. We've all played a lot of cricket on a on a weekend uh, where the opposing wicketkeeper is a complete cunt, and uh, England had the same thing happen to them this week. That's what yeah. you know, these things happen. Uh, and frankly, we've all played with wicketkeepers who are a bit of a cunt as well. Let's be honest, even in our own teams, because there's something mad about hey. wicketkeepers. I was a wicketkeeper myself. Thank you very much. No, no, I didn't know that, but I would still have said it, even had I known. Let's be honest. You didn't. You didn't. I didn't know say it. all wicketkeepers. No, oh, no, 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 no. I get that. They're like goalkeepers. They're just a weird bunch, really. Yes. Um, I was once at Lords in a, for a county championship game about twenty years ago, and I was sitting, and there were not many people there. It was, um, I can't remember. I was sitting in the top deck of the pavilion, and a man came over and tapped me on the shoulder, and he said, "Do you know when the sun comes through that gap in the window and hits you on the back of the neck?" which I thought is one of the weirdest questions I've ever been asked. <laughs> yes. But it was even weirder in that it was asked, that question was asked to me by Alan Knott, who was then a watcher for the England <laughs> selectors and a famous hypochondriac, actually. Uh... Um, and he wanted to know when, I, I had to tell him that I wasn't aware oh. of the exact time. I didn't have my sextant with me either, so I couldn't calculate it. And Grubby's putting his colour up as if to say, uh, Alan, Alan you ought to do it. Well, Alan, Alan not. But incidentally, did you see Alan Not? He's obviously short of funds. He's selling off his memorabilia on, uh, on, on eBay. eBay. Yeah. Mm. Um, some of it for like, you know, 10 quid. A pair of his art. gloves. 30 pair, grand. 
yeah, but you know his his pass for um, you know the entry to the Lord's Test match was like a tenner or something. If um, I were a billionaire, I would buy his gloves for thirty grand and give him to uh, Johnny Bester to see, like Billy's boots, <laughs> whether they rub oh, off. Oh, Billy's <laughs> boots! <laughs> That'd be genius. What for the teenagers there? Oh, yes. Um, in case people don't know, that was a comic strip in about the 1970s where um, Billy um, Dane. Dane had a pair of old football boots uh, belonging to Hotshot Keen or Deadshot Keen, a, a footballer of about 40 years earlier. And when he wore them, he just scored magic goals. And oddly enough, in the summer, he had a pair of cricket boots belonging to Deadshot Keen as well, who was <laughs> yeah. a double international. They'd be, uh, they'd be like a thought bubble out of Billy Dane's head. And it would say... Uh, I'm just going to drift to the far post. I don't really I don't understand know why. why. Oh, <laughs> the ball's fetched up here and I've scored a header. Oh, dear. Thanks, Boots. <laughs> Top quality ah, entertainment before the yeah. internet. Oh, Every once in a while, he'd lose them, wouldn't he? And he'd be fluffing around in the field. Yes, he would always. That was basically every second week they'd get yeah. like, they'd get thrown away by accident, and he'd have to. If uh, the boots were that good, they surely they'd magically call him. Well, he. I think he'd tie them to his to his trousers and never let them out of his sight. You would have thought. Anyway, I'm going to turn over to Hotshot Hamish. Um, who was a, a Scottish footballer who scored from 35 yards and the ball he was broke Och. the net, didn't it? There, yeah. there was lots of okay Hootsman, the new. Uh, they were one of the first uh, to have a foreign manager, I think. Was his name Victor Boscovich or something, who came from some mythical Eastern European land to manage uh, who did Hotshot Hamish play for? Ooh, did, 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 did this fellow come from Moldova? Was, Rayman, was it Scorcher? Was that the comic? No, it was it e- Tiger, Tiger, and Scorcher. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger and Scorcher. I think they merged at some point. They, no, Tiger and Eagle merged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tiger and Scorcher. I saw it Scorcher. Definitely Tiger was in there. Anyway, if any of our listeners want to know, uh, want to look up who Hotshot Hamish played for and let us know before the next podcast, which will be in about four months' time, then please do <laughs> you got plenty of, know. You've got plenty of time. Uh, of course, Roy, Roy the Rovers played for Melchester Rovers. He played for them. He, he captained them. He managed them. Um, I think he ended up as the chairman, probably. I think he got knighted. He was Sir Roy Race at some point. Um, fun games. Um, comics of the 1980s. Anyway. Uh, we've dealt with the boring cricket tweet of the, uh, the week century, um, which was had an absolutely fantastic tweet. And I have to congrat- congratulate Abhishek for that marvellous tweet. But our other main segment, let's be honest, it's what we're here for, is the bear reading the sidebar of shame in the Daily Mail. It's not a sidebar of shame. And oh. I, I did so little preparation today that I, I did manage to find a couple of bits. But mm. uh, they weren't very interesting. Before you tell us what it is, Fred, maybe we can have a little game where, where we try and construct. Certain, a, a, certain, yeah, what would be peak in the same way oh, okay. that, that peak sort of Daily Mail headline would be, I don't know, something um, like um, immigrants with AIDS drive down house prices. That would yeah. be like a, a classic Daily Mail headline, wouldn't it? So what would be the classic? Well, it would bear, be a world record, wouldn't it? There'd be a world record. World record. For, something for to do dangling your bollocks in a pool of ice or ah, something like yes. that. Yeah, something definitely something to do with genitalia. For Sixty-two hours. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, there is so... there is a man who retains his world record crown. Oh, okay. Go on. Uh, it was July the fourth yesterday. Hot dog eating. Oh yes, Joey Chestnut. Uh, man eats a hot dog every ten seconds for ten minutes to retain the crown. Joey Chestnut, who's one of the world's great sportsmen. Yeah. Um, who has I, I won don't know the, that sport. Yeah, Joey Jaws eating... Chestnut. 
Yeah, he's been eating, he's been winning. How many years is he the world champion of of hot dog eating? Uh, yeah, quite 60, a lot. Sixty two hot dogs and buns in ten minutes, man. Oh, the buns though. Yes. Is he allowed water in between? Yeah. He must be allowed water. Oh, it's very strictly regulated. <laughs> actually, I saw the uh, picture of the women's champion, and and she was not she was not what you'd expect. Actually, his world record though. No, well, seven... he's not massive, is he, Joe? No, Chesman? he's not. He's, he's not. He's like he's eleven stone, ringing wet. Yeah. Can you imagine what your fucking guts are like, though? Jesus Christ. Well, you've been for it all year. That's you wouldn't want Joey staying with you in your house. As you die. He comes out of the bog. No, up, no, no, I wouldn't yeah, go in no. there for 20 hours. <laughs> we'll go in there hours. for still next July the 4th. <laughs> it's 20, sorry, he ate 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes, but it's in 2021, he was in better shape because he ate 62. Mm. 76, sorry. There, there's a yeah, brilliant... I thought um, 62 is the same as 62. There's a film you can watch. Uh, it, it's a Japanese professional eater against a grizzly bear. Uh, this guy's called Kobayashi or something like that. And it's similar to sort of these hot it's dogs. It's a matter of testing fucking Star Trek. Kobayashi was the villain in the, the Usual Suspects, who didn't no, really exist. Kaiser Soze. That was yeah, Kaiser but Kobayashi Soze. Was, was Pete Postlethwaite, who may not have existed. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> maybe the bear was named, or maybe the eater. I don't know if it was the bear or the eater. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this professional eater on one side of the stage, and they've got this hard kind of um, perspex dividing the stage for safety reasons. You want when it to be pretty hard, wouldn't you? When they release this bear. So this guy started eating, you know, and um, and the bear wanders out, and this fella looks across and absolutely shits himself. And the bear, not you, bear, the bear in this film, um, eats about 10 of these things in a second. <laughs> It's but not a fair contest. I have to say, yeah, the bear yeah. probably didn't know it was a contest, did he? No. Well, it makes, probably wasn't it aware makes of the achievements makes his achievements even more notable. Yeah, well, he might just not, you know, he turn up one day and he can't be asked, and it wouldn't be much of a competition, would it? Oh, he was hungry. Maybe they, maybe they did something nasty like starving him for a month or something. Yeah, you know, you never know in Japan. Strange place. Anyway, we've pissed off the Welsh. We've pissed off the Japanese. Anyone else? And it was been... sponsored by Warwickshire. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Bear, did we cut across the end of your I, story there? No, not at all. I was trying I, to find the latest world records. I saw a, a tweet saying that um, Warwickshire legend MJK Smith on his 90th birthday uh, went to watch the Birmingham Bears in the T20. I said, well, why would a Warwickshire legend want to watch the Birmingham Bears? It's two different things, isn't it? Yeah, well, but, yeah. Uh, Is he 90 or 93? Whatever he was. I think it was I, you know, it's a bit much asking somebody of that age to watch a T20 game. I mean, it's practically elder cruelty, but that's just my opinion. And it's the right opinion. Anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> we've done we've done the uh, boring cricket tweet of the week. We've done um, – oh, one second. Where did I used to hide this? I used to write down, jot down little stories that I might want to talk about, and I can't find them. I don't know where I put them. It's usually uh, about did... somebody being killed in, in some yeah, or, or, uh, uh, theatrical performance. Well, here's something you in might want to In New York know. in 1912. Uh, Apparently oh. humans inhale credit card-sized amounts of microplastics every week. That's not oh, very great. interesting. Yeah. Well, that's quite a lot of plastic. A friend of mine lives in Los Angeles. Uh, I've just found this story. It's not It's not a great story, but it's just a bit odd. Um, and he, uh, it, when he moved there, he moved from England and um, whatever, you're looking for people to do stuff. And he asked around, can somebody recommend him a dentist? You know, he's had some young kids and whatever. They're always going to the dentist and stuff. And somebody said, yeah, yeah, there's this guy. He's very good. He's, he's like way out. He's like 
20 mile drive from where they lived and it's a rather strange little area in the industrial estate but he's he's really good and he's really very reasonable he's very cheap so you see well anyway he went over and you tried him it was great uh, had all his kids done he used to go back every six months or a year whatever have their checkups everything was fine um one day um his missus phones up to make a point for the kids there's no answer tries again a couple of days later no answer I think this is a bit odd, something wrong. Anyway, we're going to drive down there and have a look. Go down there. The whole place is shuttered up. No forwarding address, nothing. It's just just from one day to the next, he's gone. Mm. And um, so they said, oh, we'll leave it for a bit. Anyway, nothing changes. He's gone. He's disappeared. And he said to his person who recommended him, what's happened to that dentist? Has he moved somewhere? Because we, we, we can't find him. He says, oh, didn't you hear? And he said, hear what? And the guy goes into his house and he rustles up. And he comes back with a newspaper. Um, he'd been arrested for robbing banks. Uh, his, they called him the rolled sleeves bandit because he always had his sleeves rolled up and the newspapers need a bad name. And he was going to banks. He would hold them up. And um, he got away with about five, uh, um, five bank robberies until oh. somebody recognized him because he was his dentist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, they always uh, reported him and reported him, and um, he got arrested. So at least they found out why he was so cheap because he was just doing it to sort of, um, uh, you know, he was doing. Well, he wasn't he was, really he was a, a dentist. He, no, he was a qualified dentist, but he didn't need to make much money out of it because he was robbing banks on the side. <laughs> I've got to rewind to to the nickname the press gave him: the rolled the rolled sleeves bandit. bandit. Yes, that's a, that's a terrible, terrible name. But well, they obviously couldn't find anything interesting about him other than he had his sleeves rolled up. Well, he was a fucking dentist. There's got to be a pun <laughs> on that, surely. No, no. This is when they were looking for him. They called him the rolled ah. sleeves bandit because he probably had a mask on. And the only thing they could find about him was that his sleeves were rolled up. Sleevo. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and oh, well, he claimed uh, that he was addicted to... Um, um, some of the painkillers they used in 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 dentistry yeah. or whatever, but um, I don't think anyone else has had their dentist um, locked up for uh, for bank robbery. That's that's something a bit odd. That would but be quite hey, niche. Los Angeles. If you do a, I'm going to do a search now for rolled <laughs> sleeves cufflink bandit. dodger. That's what I'd have called him. Uh, dentist sentenced to five years is the first of them the LA Times a former Newport Beach dentist was sentenced Monday to five years in prison for stealing more than 21,000 during a string of bank robberies sentenced Monday that's very American isn't it Monday Monday. sentenced Monday 21 it's not a lot no I know but he was happy you know just give him a you know a couple of thousand quid thank you I'll I'll go off and move on move on to the next one he wasn't greedy you know, he was a dentist. Five grand here, five grand there. Yeah, oh, yeah Danny. Good dentist, apparently. I think probably in prison, he'll probably be quite useful because um, I'm not sure how many dentistry. tools you'd have, but, you know, there's probably a lot of people who want dentistry work. You know, well, We'd have to be supervised. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. It's all kind of regulatory issues. Anyway, that is my um, odd story of the week. Um, my friend's dentist from Newport Beach. But th- that bit of phraseology there, he was sentenced Monday as opposed but to he was sentenced. That's newspapers. It was like Lord's Sent- Bosses. Lord's Bosses. No, 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 no but that's that's specifically American phraseology, isn't it? Oh, I said, yes, I suppose so. Sentence also, the way, the way that in headlines, they sometimes use a comma uh, instead of like, and, saying answer. So well, be because like, you're, you, you, know, you, want, you want the headlines man, to be as big as possible. Yeah, man run over, comma, killed. <laughs> Yeah. For example, yeah. you see, uh, and and actually, there's, there's an Australian one, isn't there? Uh, which they use all the time, 
which is where, whereas we would say, Oh, I've got a chance or he's got a chance. They say, I'm a chance. Like I am a chance. Yeah. He's a chance. He's, he's a chance here. Oh, he's a chance. I think you're misunderstanding them. No, you ask some Australians. We're, we're a chance. We're a chance here. They say that all the time. I'm going to go back to Johnny Bester. Wasn't it great that Stuart Broad said to Kerry, he was caught up on the stump mic, this is the only thing you're ever going to be remembered yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is lovely that. that is, you know, and it wasn't, he wasn't trying to be overheard. He was just telling him how he, and he was right. Let's be honest. Yeah. Kerry the cheat, they're going to call him forevermore. Exactly. Not cheating. And, and he's going to get so much shit tomorrow. He is, he is, until he starts planting vineyards in 20 years' time and we're going to have him on. Uh, Gorilla yeah, exactly. Day, and and he'll be, be our so favourite man. And he's going to say, yeah, yeah, look, I probably shouldn't have done it. I probably should have uh, withdrawn the appeal. But it's too late. Too yeah. late, mate. God, if I'm still yeah. doing what, cricket, what then if he I'll doesn't... be 72. <laughs> You'll still be oh. having trouble with with builders to bring it back to where we first started. Yeah. <laughs> and Hendo, if he's still alive. Christ. Uh, he, if he's listening, he's going to listen to an hour and a half. Yeah, that is a cheery thought, isn't it? Let's yeah. end on that cheery thought, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody till next time whenever it will be I hope these uh, next three test matches will have as many talking points as the first two but could they possibly is it even possible what's going to happen is somebody going to get blown up we haven't even talked about the just stop or well, probably just as well just um, topsoil Bearstow you would have thought after 20 minutes of day one the most interesting thing that would happen to him was that he picked up a protester dumped him off the side but no no, no. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even make the top Top five talking points of the test match. They got anyway, in Wimbledon. They got in Wimbledon today as well. After all the supposed fucking extra security as well, they still managed to get in. Everyone made the joke. It's the first thing that Johnny Bairstow has held all series. But I was the only one who who, who said, "Oh, he's got orange orange paint all over his head." Um, yeah, ginger but, community unafraid of orange powder. Yes, exactly. Righty ho. Till next time, whenever it shall be. So long to one and all. Goodbye. Ta-ra. So that was the innings of Brendan McCollum Scores lots of force cause he don't like to run him And here we are waving Brendan McCollum goodbye Whoa, 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 Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.